Hello. How are you guys doing? I don't know why I did that accent, but I did it, and it's forever recorded in history electronically. So hopefully an EMP comes and just wipes that out so we never have to hear that again. But uh, yeah, so today we're talking about self-awareness. And so I want to talk about what self-awareness is, uh, kind of give you some, some personal experience on how I develop my self-awareness and how I still try to develop it, and then why I think it's so important. And I want to just say right now, I think self-awareness is the most important uh, personal kind of skill that we can have. I believe self-awareness is what gets us to where we want to be. Because if you're not aware of what, uh, what makes you feel good, what makes you feel bad, what drives you, what uh, you know kills your motivation, what empowers you, what, what kind of... Uh, not dismembers you, but kind of what uh, takes away from you. If you're not aware of these things, then life is going to be an up and down roller coaster way more than it needs to be. So self-awareness to me is, is being able to look inside yourself and, and know what you're truly feeling. So there's ways that we can trick ourselves into thinking we want something or thinking we're happy when we're really not, or thinking we're sad when we're really not. Um, you know, I think I, I think self-awareness is just kind of understanding what you truly feel, and and that's that's kind of really all there is to it, right? But but off self-awareness, what you feel, you can then go into a lot more things. So my the example I'm going to use for my self-awareness is I think I use this in a different episode. But again, is is like these kind of little like comical outbursts I used to have back in back in middle school. So I used to, I, well, I, I still do. I really like like trying to make people laugh. I like I like saying things and doing things where it gets people to laugh. But I want to make sure that when people laugh, there it, it it's a true laugh, right? It's not just like a ha ha like that was what you just did was awkward. So I'm just gonna kind of make like a fake laugh. I want I want to make sure that people. When they laugh, it's it's a real like feel good laugh. It, it makes their day better. But what was happening back in middle school? So we so elementary school, um, you know, then you go to middle school. In our town, we had two elementary schools and middle school. Those two elementary schools, you know, merge into one middle school. So now, now my, you know, there's twice as many people as as I'm used to, and so I'm trying to, you know establish myself as the funniest person. So the teacher would be saying something, a, a, a moment would come up for me to kind of interject and try to be funny. And I found that I was doing this way more often than I should be. And as a result, it was kind of like throwing uh, mud at the wall, hoping it would stick. But I was throwing way too much at mud at the wall and the mud, the wall was just kind of falling down. Um, and not from it being funny, but just from so many things just being hammered, so much mud being hammered at it. So what I mean is I would I would just make these kind of interjection jokes and they weren't funny. And they, if anything, it was, it was actually detracting from my own kind of uh, self-esteem and self-confidence. Because when you say something that you expect to be funny and nobody laughs, you start second-guessing yourself. And you do that enough times and it really kind of eats away at you. But now you're set, trying to say more things to try to build yourself back up. And so it was, it was like a, it was like a snowball effect, right? Like you're, you're trying, you're trying to be funny, but you're, but you're not being funny. So now you're trying to say more things to be more funny and it's just getting worse and worse and worse and worse. So I, I became self-aware 
that what I was doing wasn't helping my cause. You know, it wasn't getting me closer to that status of, hey, this, this guy's funny, right? So I became self-aware that I needed to step back. Um, I didn't always need to be funny, but when I did want to be funny, it had to be of good value, right? So it's like supply and demand. If you have too much supply, the demand goes, or I'm sorry, if you have, if you have uh, right, yeah. So if you, have, if you have a lot of supply, the demand typically kind of goes down, right? Because it's not seen as, as, as valuable. So that was me with my jokes. I had way too many jokes and they weren't as funny because people were kind of, it was just, it was just too much to try to make jokes about is what I'm getting at. So I became self-aware of that. And uh, so I stopped making as many jokes and then, you know, when I did make a joke, it was funnier because I, I thought more about it before just interjecting and, and throwing mud at the wall. Uh, that, that was kind of when I really started to realize self-awareness. The second example I have is, is with uh, kind of all these different jobs I've had and even, even girlfriends too. Let's throw that in the mix. So when you, when you get a girlfriend, the first girlfriend, uh, you know, first girlfriend or boyfriend that you have, your significant other, not maybe not significant other if it's just like when you're young, but when you have your first girlfriend or boyfriend, you will notice things that you really like about them. And then there'll be a few things that just annoy the crap out of you. And they just, you just can't ignore them. And you, and either you break up with them because of it, or they break up with you because they find something about you that they really just can't stand. It's just that it's the straw that breaks the camel back, right? But as you date more people, you start to realize, hey, I like these qualities and I don't like these qualities. That's a self-awareness, right? That is self-awareness because you're realizing uh, these qualities make me happy that they have, these qualities that they have bother me. And I don't, I don't want to live with that qualities, with, the, with a person with those qualities, because it, it, it takes away from my life and it, and it kind of you know, brings me down or, or whatever it does, you just don't like them. You don't, not them, but you don't like those qualities. So you have to, you have to kind of pick and choose your, your battles, right? But each new boyfriend or girlfriend, you're learning more things you like and more things you don't like. So essentially you're coming into, it's like a funnel, right? You're at the top of the funnel, you have all these, all these personalities, all these traits. And as you go through the funnel, they narrow down, narrow down, narrow down. And at the very bottom you have, I like these traits, I don't like these traits. It's very refined at that point. And that's ultimately what self-awareness is, is, is the more experiences you have, the more people you meet, the more jobs you have, you're learning what you, makes you feel good and what makes you feel bad. And that's very vague, but when you really think about it, that's all that life really comes down to, right? Like either I enjoy this or I don't enjoy this. If I enjoy this, I'm going to do it more. If I don't enjoy this, I'm going to do it less. And that's the goal of self-awareness is to do more of the things that make you feel good. Do more of the things that, uh, that you enjoy doing because life is limited. Why focus on the things that you don't like doing? And that's why I think self-awareness is so important because a lot of people in life just go through the actions and they don't actually think about how they make them feel or if they do kind of realize hey this job makes me feel crappy they then go out on the weekend and uh and you know drink you know drink on the weekends and and try to forget about their whole week and and this is that's just one example obviously but that i think is a horrible way to live life because if you're spending five days of your life miserable and you're spending two days trying to get those forget those five days you're, you're living, you're living a nightmare, right? So that's why self-awareness is so important. If you realize, Hey, I don't like this job because, uh, I don't like accounting and I thought I did, 
you stay in that job because you think you have to because you went to school for accounting. Um, Self-awareness should, should kind of make you realize, hey, I don't like accounting. I need to go get a new job so I feel better about myself because all these numbers make me feel horrible. Or another example for me was sales. I thought I wanted to do insurance sales. I thought I wanted to do door-to-door solar sales. But once I got into it, I liked the idea of making money. I liked the idea of talking with people and explaining um, you know, how this benefits them, the value, um, and all that kind of stuff. But what I didn't like was chasing people down, uh, having people no-show you, having people be rude to you. And so ultimately I decided, hey, the money, the, that feel-good money that you can make isn't worth it. Uh, the sitting down with people and explaining you know, the value and stuff like that isn't worth it because people no-showing me, people being rude, and uh, you know, just those, those few things that don't make me feel good outweigh the things that make me feel good. So... What I ended up doing was I got out of sales. I started to realize, okay, what, what did I like about sales? What I liked about sales, I, I liked how I was independent. I didn't have that boss breathing down my neck. There, there was uh, some other agents that I could talk with, like good support system. So now I know I need to look for something with, a, like with, with other kind of people, not necessarily a boss, but like other people that are in the, you know, the industry. I got a network. So like, let's say if I became a, went to real estate, I want to go to a real estate broker, or company that has uh, has a good team environment, doesn't have a manager or boss breathing down my neck, um, but also has a good system set up so that I'm not chasing clients, so that I'm not getting no-showed, things like that, right? So it's that funnel, it's that self-awareness funnel where you're figuring out, hey, I'm gonna put this job into my funnel and see what things come out that I like and what things come out that I don't like. And then I'm gonna, I'm gonna make note of those two things, of those you know two groups of things, and then apply it to the next step, and then I'm gonna put that job in, and you know go through the funnel with that. I do that with jobs. You do that with people. You do that with where you where you live. Uh, you do that with the types of books you read, the cars you drive. I mean, everything in life you should be analyzing. And that that's what people used to say with me, right? Like an event would happen to me back in high school. I'd talk to people about it, my friends, and they'd be like, you're overthinking this. You're overthinking what just happened. That girl doesn't like you. Uh, the reason she didn't date you isn't because, uh, is because she just doesn't like you, right? And I'm like, no, there, there's no way it says she just doesn't like me. Like what about me does she not like? Because I wanna learn, is that, is that a bad trait or a bad habit that I have? Or is that who I am? If she doesn't like me because I want to be funny, that's one thing. But if she doesn't like me because I chew my nails too much, like I shouldn't be chewing my nails anyways. And if a girl just broke up with me over that, then that's something I should know so I can really work on breaking that habit, even though I should break that habit anyways, right? So again, self-awareness, think of it as like a funnel where you where you put the you put an apple at the top of the funnel and it goes through the funnel and, at the, and then you have the skin, you have the, the, the seeds, and you have, you know, like the, the fruity inside, right? Like, okay, I don't like the seeds. I don't like eating the seeds, but I like eating the fruit, right? So you put the seeds away, you take the fruit. Uh, I liked this girl, but I didn't like her uh, demeaning personality, her, her rude humor, and the way she talked down about people, but I did like how she cared about animals, how she took care of herself, and how she had good family relationships, right? So it, it's all about, um, it's all about figuring out what, what you like and don't like from every situation, 
from every interaction, from every person. People will call that overthinking, but really what I think it is, is a lot of people underthink because they don't want to um, face the reality of the situation. And that's why I think self-awareness is so important um, for another reason, is because the more you are able to overthink, so to, you know, quote unquote, overthink like people say, and the more you are able to put more things in your life that you enjoy, the quicker you are going to accelerate your, your process to success and happiness. Because if, if you're just going around your, your world kind of aimlessly, taking jobs that you don't really think about, uh, hanging out with people that you just don't really uh, think about, then what's gonna happen is, is you're not being very guided in your journey towards your goals and, and aspirations. So, like ultimately, I want to, uh, you know, I want to be wealthy. I want to have a good family uh, dynamic and relationship. I want to live somewhere warm. You know, all these things that I'm learning about myself is through self-awareness and through trial and error. So I'm, I want to live somewhere warm. Okay, well, I know I'm not going to live, you know, in the northern parts of United States because it's cold there. So I got to live somewhere, you know, in the middle or or, or down south because that's where it's warmer, right? If I want to be wealthy, well, I'm going to need a spouse that is supportive of me taking risk, um, who you know has drive and, motiv and motivation and ambition that, that will help supplement when I'm lacking it and will help uh, push me to try harder, you know, things like that. So I, I found uh, Danielle, I found, a, you know, she's my wife now. She's also very driven. She wants to be successful and wealthy. She doesn't make excuses for herself or for me. Um, instead, you know, she takes action. She pushes me to get better. In fact, this is my third time recording this uh, this podcast because I had her listen to it, and she said you didn't you didn't articulate the whole self awareness point well enough, and you kept using repetitive words, and that's all she kept hearing, and so it took away from the message. So, so I'm um, so thank you, Danielle, for that, and I'm sure the listeners are thankful too that I'm putting out uh, a better version of my self awareness uh, episode. So. I, I, so I, I talked about what self-awareness is. It's understanding, you know, what makes you feel good and what makes you feel bad. Again, very vague, but ultimately that's what you're trying to do, right? If you're trying to find things that uh, make you feel, or if you're trying to find things that make you feel good, then you want to avoid the things that make you feel bad. I know it sounds very obvious, but unfortunately a lot of people don't do this. And again, the reason I think, I believe most people don't do this is because they don't want to think about the reality of their situation because they feel even if they acknowledge the bad parts of their life that they can't change it oh well you know i've been working this job as a teacher for five years now i can't quit uh you know i have a 401k um i have it it pays well i have car loans i have a mortgage i can't get out of this now i, I have a degree i'm paying off for it still and so that's why they don't want to think about themselves, right? They don't want to be self-aware oftentimes because they don't want to really think about the reality of their situation. I gave you my examples of kind of my, my very few, few examples that I hope you can relate to. It was the whole boyfriend-girlfriend thing, realizing, hey, I like these qualities, these personality types, these traits in my girlfriend or boyfriend, and I don't like these traits in my girlfriend or boyfriend. So, so the next person I'm going to date is going to have, hopefully going to have these and then I'm gonna learn, you know, if they have any bad things I don't like, I'm gonna learn from that. Or maybe they're gonna have some more good things that I can realize, hey, I like these things as well. And then the other one obviously is the jobs, which is very similar to work. Hey, I like having this type of boss, 
or I like having this type of supervision, I like working in teams or I don't like working in teams. It's all about stepping stones and learning about what you like and don't like so that next stepping stone, you're stepping more towards what you like and further away from what you don't like, all right? And then again, I think the reason self-awareness is so important is because it's gonna accelerate your growth to your goals, uh, to, your, to your success, to your happiness. If you don't have self-awareness, you're kind of just walking around aimlessly, not really understanding why you're not getting closer to where you wanna be. Well, that wraps up today's episode of self-awareness on the strong like bull podcast i hope you guys enjoyed and as always if you have any feedback uh please let me know i'd, I'd be happy to i'm always happy to get feedback so i can you know improve this for you guys uh and until next time stay safe and uh stay healthy Welcome to the Strong Like Bull podcast. My name is Jesse. I will be your host. Today we're talking about self-awareness. We'll be talking about uh, what self-awareness is. I'll give you some personal examples of developing self-awareness through my life. And then I'll be talking about why I think self-awareness is the most important personal development skill that we can have. I hope you guys enjoy. Enjoy.